Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we're talking about Hawkeye. It's the finale's coming up, so we're going to talk about everybody's feedback and theories and throw out a little Ashley's Corner. Uh, let's do this thing. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Ashley Coffin. Ashley Coffin, how you doing today, my friend? Matthew. Thank Carol. I'm great. How are you? little sick, but you know, we're here. We're yeah, nasally. We're both sick. We're both nasally. We'll <laughs> try really not sorry. to, we'll try to <laughs> edit out all the coughs and sniffles, uh, but we'll do our, we'll do our best. Can't promise anything. Um, <laughs> let's talk about little Hawkeye. You didn't get to be on the uh, reaction. So what is your thoughts on this last episode of Hawkeye? Um, I might stand Hawkeye at this point. Like I really am enjoying this show a lot and they they did you know they brought me vincent d'onofrio like right i freaked the heck out like i <laughs> ken is like what and him and my husband and i had a like a 10 minute we could have just waited for the credits or googled it no we paused we rewound and paused it on his face and had this debate back and forth about how it wasn't him. <laughs> and I was like, it look like vincent i was like they wouldn't get anybody else and i texted jeff and jeff's like Press play, Ashley, and wait five seconds. And then <laughs> there was his... <laughs> it's in the credits. It's in the credits. Because I, like, I was so happy. I was just like, uh, I really... And then there was just so much about that episode that I loved. The, uh, the mac and cheese scene when they're just talking. Yes. I, I just... I love intimate tense conversations like that. And yeah. I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. I love Even it. though the whole time I'm like, Kate, just tell her... Everything that you know about Clint's relationship with Natasha. Like, I don't, yeah. there's just a lot of blank staring going on when there should be talking. <laughs> the more and more I watch of movies and TV and talk about things on podcasts, and I know this is something we've <clears> talked <throat> about a little bit, but like, as much as I am the like guy who loves the geeky stuff, the sci-fi, the laser fights, the punchy fests, um, I mean, I've never watched it for that, but I just realized how valuable I find these scenes that are just like two people in a room talking. Um, we just watched The Matrix this afternoon in preparation for um, the Bingers Assemble episodes on The Matrix. And man, it is so much fun. Like, just the scene where, like, Agent Smith is interrogating Morpheus. Like, yeah, a little bit's going on, but, like, that movie is about the big special effects and the badass things. But just two good actors sitting in a room discussing uh, the issues of the movie is, like, what I want all the time. And Yelena just killed that scene. Um, I know. Just brought the house down. Two good actors sitting across from each other having a discussion is, like, my jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I really liked, um, what Clint did with, uh, Echo, like uh, putting on the outfit. And of course they were going to have their fight, but I thought it was a really awesome fight. I really like the way that they use, um, you know, her prosthetic leg, the way that they fight with her. Absolutely. I, I just cannot get enough of it. I love her character and I can't wait to see her start to come to the hero side. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or at least an anti-hero of some sort. Like it seems they've already turned her against her uncle possibly, which if that's the case, I mean, that's the, that's all I need out of an echo series. I don't have to see her become a good guy. She can stay a criminal, but a criminal mm -hmm. that wants to bring down Kingpin. Like yeah. I am here for that show. Did they tie the? Did they say that that was his niece? Yeah, or is that just comic stuff? 
Uh, well, it's been very easily speculated because there's been episode, like in episode three when they introduced Echo, uh, mm-hmm. it, they talk about his uncle, her uncle, her uncle. Okay. And like they, I ta- was excited for they, that. They've been talking about her uncle a lot, and like one of the scenes where they talk about her uncle, they say your uncle's going to pick you up from practice, and the, from you know karate practice or whatever, and then you see a hand, a big thick hand in a white suit that you can just Ooh. see the cuff of the suit, like stroking her chin or whatever, being like. It's yeah. Okay, young Maya. Like, yeah. So it's. I mean, it's I love pretty it. clear at this point. I guess we haven't technically seen that, but I think that was pretty. Uh, I mean, he, she. They're at Fat Man Auto Sales, which, like, I assume has something to do with Kingpin, possibly. Right. And then they're talking about uh, the person that's in charge, and then the they talk. Guy. Yeah, and then they go see. Uh, you know, Yelena follows Eleanor and finds out that Kingpin hired her, which, like, that that's such a huge, especially in relation to um, the what's her name, the <laughs> Val. Like Val. we know that Val, Val Fontaine. Yeah, uh, I, I always get it wrong. That's why I was trying to get you to say it. Um, <laughs> uh, Valentina, whatever. Fontaine D something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll learn it. We'll learn it um, eventually. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she hired Yelena, we know that. But then right. we also know that some for some reason Yelena thinks that. Kingpin slash El- well, she thinks that Eleanor hired her, and now we know that Eleanor is working with or for Kingpin. So, like, how does how is Kingpin related to Val? That's what I want to know. Well, yeah, I hope that there is just this massive like spring up of awesome villains moving forward because you know me, yeah. I love a good villain, and like D'Onofrio just crushed Kingpin and him, us like. D'Onofrio with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Like, I don't even yes. think I'd be able to handle oh, the energy and way, talent level way too in sexy. that scene. Way too sexy. <laughs> pure acting sexiness. Like, not sex, yeah. but acting sexiness. The sex but of the acting. <laughs> my, I would think that um, Eleanor probably said, I want to take out an Avenger. Who do I call to get somebody? And he probably probably called Fisk and Fisk probably knows Valentina Allegra de Vontaine. Boom. And <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was a nose medicine. Is it Contessa? She, Contessa's like what you put at the beginning. Right, right. right. It's her title. Or is Contessa? Is that it? Contessa? Yeah. La Allegra. Contessa? I don't know. No idea. La Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. I bet. <laughs> Just call me Val. Yeah, call me Val. Actually, don't call me Val. <laughs> um... So he probably has contacts that would be high up like her. Right. To call in maybe a favor or who knows what his relationship is with Eleanor. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's if this is the same universe as the Defenders, which at this point we kind of have to assume until otherwise Uh, told. I can't. I don't want to say anything because I know so many people are going back to to watch Daredevil who hadn't, and you need to. Um, right, I'll, for sure. I'll die on the hill that that is my favorite Marvel TV show over any of the ones that we've seen to date. Sorry, yeah. don't come for me. It's my opinion. No, no, no. I love Daredevil so much, um, I, and the way I'm that they you. ended it isn't making sense with what's happening now. But I, I, I trust that there's a plan. And I, we can't get well, into we, it, we, I guess. Yeah, 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 we can get into it. Well, what do you can mean? Can we do a spoiler? Yes, yeah, sure. 30 second spoiler alert for Daredevil. Kingpin, at the end of Daredevil 3, he was the savior of the city, making Daredevil and other people look like they were the villains. But at the end, everything was revealed. So the whole city would be against him. So that would be a perfect way to have him turn to like an underground villain 
to yeah. just like full on villain. I'm not pretending to be this nice guy. I'm not pretending to be the savior of the city or anything sure. or hell's. Maybe it was even more confined to just hell's kitchen um, than the whole of New York City. But people knew who he was. Um, and then he was found out. Right. So him going to complete underground villain now would be a way to move it forward. But if I remember correctly, he was arrested. He was. I, I don't remember it very well, but I will say this. Like, even if the public's turned against him, he could have gotten a good... <laughs> a damn good lawyer? <laughs> he could have gotten a damn good lawyer. Um, but also, he, we've, we've seen in, uh, in other Marvel media, I don't want to spoil things during this Hawkeye cast, but uh, how public opinion can be very bifurcated. So even if, yes. like, some people think that Kingpin's a bad guy, he could be trying to... Uh, craft the narrative to be like no 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 sure daredevil thought you think you saw what you saw but uh, no 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 I, i'm i'm the good guy um so we might see more of that going forward and that I, you know we'll see i need to go back and rewatch daredevil honestly it's been a long time at least rewatch that last scene last uh episode last season yeah, yeah or the, just the last episode yeah, yeah i i will say regardless of whatever else it means we know i think we know that they were seem to be in money troubles, right? And then the Chitauri invasion happened, and then right. their security company made a lot of money somehow. Mm -hmm. And we know that Kingpin was using the Chitauri invasion cleanup as a way of like making a lot of money, like getting all the contracts right. and stuff. So I think mm -hmm. there's going to be some sort of tie in there. I think that's how this next episode may begin: is some sort of tie in to like. Well, this is who I, Kingpin I hope it's is. A Kingpin you know? backstory. Oh, I would love it. I would love it so much. Because they need to. They do, but they also need like Kingpin and Eleanor relationship backstory. So mm -hmm. I would like to see that. I would really like I to see that. I still think Eleanor killed her husband the day of the invasion. I really do. Yeah, a lot of people think, I think that she solved a problem. She was like, boop. I think it's. I think it's totally <laughs> possible, but I don't know if there's enough evidence or to say it. Or let him yet. like say maybe the building blew up and he was holding on. He's like, Eleanor, help me, and she was probably like. Yeah, no. like let him go. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. Let's see. She scarred him, like in the Lion King. She scarred him. Oh man, it's <laughs> good. Um, okay, Hawkeye feedback. We'll see what we got. We here. Thomas McNeil, one of our patrons, says, "Man, Kazi is making me miss Shades. I doubt it will happen, but it would be awesome to see a Kazi and Shades team up." Uh, yeah. I totally agree, Thomas. That would be fun. Shades, if for those of you who don't know. Oh, I, I just remember. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, though. he's a character from uh, Luke Cage, mm -hmm. uh, who was like the second in command to Cottonmouth, who was like the villain for one of the one of the sections of Luke Cage. And he um, played who was that actor? He was like <sighs> Juice on yeah, Sons he, of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy played Juice. I don't know the actor's name, but I can look it up. Um, he pops up in a lot. He does. And I really like him a lot. He, he plays yeah. the sort of like struggling, um, like he, in both of those shows, he played a sort of struggling um, guy. Tr Theo Rossi is his name. Theo and, Rossi. And that's it. Both of those shows. He plays sort of like a guy who's like on the line between trying to do be loyal and do what he thinks is right. But a lot of times it's very morally gray and morally dark, honestly. And, and yeah, I really liked him on, uh, on both those shows a lot. So I'm with Thomas here. I'd like to see him back. And yeah, that, that's definitely, we'll see. Cause it seems, 
I'm torn because right now it seems like Kazi just betrayed Maya, right? Yes, I think that he has been betraying her the whole time. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, and he does not play it off well. No, he's not. He just had guilty written all over. I was like, just try to yeah. make her believe you, bud. He's like, what, 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 sir, me? No, I mean, what do you mean? It's <laughs> like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> just tell her. that. Like, yeah. You're going to be a double agent. You're going to learn to lie better than that. Come on. <laughs> but I really like the way that like uh, that um, Hawkeye dealt with that. Yeah, I did too. It was the only way. Even though she tried to kill him at the end, but still. <laughs> she didn't mean it. Yeah, and she definitely had the wind taken out of her sails. And really, he was just trying to put enough doubt in her mind doubt. to make it play out the way he needs it to play out. And so I am, uh, I'm excited to see... The, like, basically, that conversation with Hawkeye is going to drive Maya to go after Kingpin, which, you know, if Kingpin is uh, brought down or, like attacked heavily by Maya in an Echo show. Like, that's all a, a like, result of, of Hawkeye aiming her at him, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I am excited about it. Hannah on Patreon says, The opening scene, we see a former Black Widow who apparently got out and just likes killing people now for the fun and profit. <laughs> Eleanor is old enough where the Black Widow program didn't have the absolute mind control. Remember, that didn't start until after Natasha left. Could she be an operative that got out? I could see a former Black Widow operative killing their husband and using the insurance money to start a wildly successful security company. Mm. I like that. I think, I bet that that widow in the beginning um, is the one who got Yelena in touch with Val for a job, and that or not Val. Um, yeah, Yelena and Val. This is my brain. I'm so sorry, guys. I bet that that's who she got to hire her so that, she, you know, to be a hitman. I don't think it's that they particularly enjoy killing people, but when you have a certain set of skills. Yeah, it's what they said at <laughs> the beginning of that. It's like, that's how, what we're taught to be the best at. And so, like, that's what I'm going to go use. And if you work for Val, you get to live in a French chateau. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. I mean, don't tempt me, Frodo. <laughs> I guess we are to left to think that Val just has like an army of assassins and such like around the world because it seems mm -hmm. like that girl uh, who she went to visit um, is working. It used her connections to connect uh, Yelena, so Yelena. we could assume that that w she's also running the other widows that are also assassins. I don't know that. If they choose to stay in that lifestyle, I'm sure she has a very open door policy for them, you yeah. know? Yeah, Who yeah. wouldn't want a widow to be one of your top assassins? Absolutely. I, lo I love this theory, though, Hannah. Good good theory. I dig mm -hmm. it. I dig it a lot. I don't know if I think Eleanor is a widow. Um, I don't know about that, um, but we will see. I do think Eleanor is probably hiding more than she's letting on, so yeah. I, I, I don't know. We'll have to see. We really will have to see. Hmm. How are they going to tie everything up in one episode? You know I have what I mean? no idea. It, I don't think they're going to. I think we maybe have seen the... We haven't seen the last of the Echo storyline, but I don't think we're going to see much more. I think she's going to find out the truth, and then that's going to be the end of that. Like, Because they're not going to have her have her big confrontation with Kingpin now. I think they're going to save that for an Echo show. Okay, yeah. Um. So that yeah. takes that off the board. And then it's really just about Yelena and kingpin Clint. and clint and you know i don't know i don't know i don't know what is kingpin now after 
Hawkeye's family after this episode. I almost feel like the 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 play that Clint ran this episode to get Yelena on his tail almost makes it more likely that Kingpin would go after Hawkeye's family. You know, it kind of it's kind of weird yeah. to think about that. Or they, I don't know whether you know he might not even be involved with it yet. And Eleanor might have to go to him and be like, you know, this isn't working out and this person like is going to bring our entire thing down because she probably thought she could just take care of it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Up next, we have a voicemail from Trent. Hey, guys, Canada Panda here. Okay, so I know last time I said episode four was the best yet. Well, episode five just trumped that. Um. I don't even know where to start. Ashley, you totally called it that it was Eleanor who was working with Fisk to hire Yelena. That was... Oh! I had to zoom in and pause to see if that was actually Fisk. Um, and the, 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 the backstory with Yelena, it was basically a continuation of Black Widow movie. It was amazing. I didn't even think to think that she was uh, dusted but wow um, oh so many great things I, I honestly think that Clint is going to do the uh, Scarlet Witch treatment to Echo he's going to uh, persuade her that she's on the wrong side and he's I'm going to get her to um, become a hero. And I think the Echo series is going to be her journey into finding out her real past and that it was Fisk that killed her father. Um, And I don't know if you guys caught it, but there was a couple Easter eggs for Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, the new and improved Statue of Liberty, and... Um, there was another one too I can't remember what it is at this moment Um, anyway guys I can't believe that this show is just blowing my mind every single week Uh, keep it up love you guys and I can't wait to see Spider-Man I'm not watching episode 6 until I see Spider-Man alright I'm signing off thanks guys Canada Panda out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, Canada Panda. Uh, Appreciate you, you, man. Yeah, thank you, Trent. Um, Okay, so lots in there. Mm -hmm. There are a few other Easter eggs that go between the two shows. One that I didn't know, I I credit New Rockstars for this. Um, Not to give them any credit. They're the worst. Yeah, what are you doing? Just joking. They're great. (laughs) But uh, they called on the uh, dashboard of... Uh, the bro's car, like the trust a bro truck uh-huh. on the dashboard, they have a coffee cup and it's the same coffee cup from the end of Spider-Man, which it's means not like, an Easter egg. I'm sorry. What? I, went, I had all, I had a whole thing about it. I posted it on the, the chat. Like that is a, as a New York city coffee cup. 
they're everywhere and they've always been. Any TV show, any movie from Mad Men and in real really? life. The Greek Key New York Cup has been a part of New York since the 1900s and it was a huge thing and it was everywhere until Starbucks came into the play and Starbucks kind of canceled them out because Starbucks was so overwhelming and recently now they started making them again, especially in Astoria, which is where most of the Greeks immigrated to. The Greeks kind of brought coffee and stuff over to New York, where it was mostly tea because it was a lot of Irish and a lot of English. But the Greeks brought coffee in in their bodegas and their thing. And that was like a kind of like a thank you to them is the Greek key blue coffee cup. So that is, that's just a New York City Easter egg. It's not anything for any hmm. movie. It's just like that is a nostalgia thing for people who know that those cups, like it's a New York thing. It's like a New York slice of pizza. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. So it's exactly that cup. Like they look exactly like Every that. Every time. And, and are they just they like in a bunch like of it. different shops or that? They all, they all, all use of that? them. Okay. Yep. Especially in Queens where Astoria is mostly where the Greek community lives now. Like it's a very big, it's like, like the Chinatown. Astoria is the Greek area and they're everywhere in Queens. Okay, cool. I dig it. I, uh, yeah. I'll send you the article. I put it. I put it on our Facebook chat to be like everybody. <laughs> no, I. St- it's not an Easter egg. <laughs> I still think it's not a mistake between two productions that they're like. Even if it's just a production designer thing where they're like, we're wanting to show this like coffee cup of like a New York thing. It's still on two things they released in one week. Like it still feels like. I've, I don't know those coffee cups, so like it's it seems like they intentionally did it to show that. Like, Trust me, it's not. It's just to show that it's New York. Like, it's a very right. New York thing. But it's also, as you said, it's in, like, mostly in Astoria or Queens or whatever. That's where it started, and now it's, no, it's, it's right. all over New all York right. City. I don't think the two cancel each other out, but that's interesting to know that it's not, like, the same coffee shop. Because I thought those were, like, specific to a coffee shop. But I still think, like, it's possible that a production designer did it on purpose that yeah, close together. Yeah, people in the chat are, like, uh, in the Heights, they used it in that thing. They used the oh, same yeah? cups nice. in their high school. You nice. can get like ceramic. It, it's like a big, and it says like, we're pleased to serve you on it. They all say that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, cool. So the other Easter egg that I do know that they that was a crossover between the two shows is the Rogers musical is on a number of billboards in Spider-Man No Way Home, which is super fun. Oh, yeah. Which I did notice, but uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. And that's what I was telling people with Broadway, because um, I think Kyle Ray and I were kind of going back and forth about it, because he was like, well, it could have been, those posters were two years ago, and they were visiting this, like, the kids wore the dad, you know, Jeremy Renner down to come bring them to see it. I'm like, no, it's not how Broadway posters work. <laughs> and usually a show only runs on Broadway now. It used to be like a show could run for 10 years, but now Broadway shows only last about a year. So you can kind of use that, like, they were promoting it probably with all the posters around, which also meant it was probably running so we can kind of look at that and be like okay this is all within the same year for sure yeah i think this is at least you know it's close it's pretty close i mean that the fact that they had like billboard huge billboards up in like the middle of times square or whatever probably means it's a fairly newer show or like yeah. it's, it's one that's going through it's, it's a, a round of promotion which I love how close everything is together. Right. We even speculated on a previous episode that that, that could be a revival show. They could have had it before. Oh, that's true. And then Civil War, when he's like, oh, he's no longer a good guy, that show shuts down. And then they revive it after he brings everybody <laughs> back in Endgame, you know? Possibly. It's it's like things, there's there's all kinds of ways it could have happened. We just don't know also where the, how far the Rogers musical goes of how long the story goes. So like we know they, they seem like they left early. They didn't leave with everyone else, right? Hawkeye oh, and his family. I think it's just, yeah, you think it may be a 
goes on and on and on. Right, at the it end. could go all the way to the end, end, end game, game if they want it to. I don't know. Could you imagine them trying to do the portals scene on a stage? <laughs> oh man, that would be great. It would be great. <laughs> so great i think it's likely these happen within close time period i think those it's deliberate that they're putting all that those easter eggs in there between them i mean at least the new and revitalized uh, statue of liberty although i wonder what the statue of liberty looks like in hawkeye and i wonder if we will see it yeah uh, next we got aaron shaver says thanks for the great mcu podcast uh, i've been listening since i couldn't get enough of the wandavision speculation uh writing for the first time now oh welcome uh just say to say that no, Kingpin and Hammer would not be good partners. Uh, what made you even say that? Uh, Kingpin would be completely annoyed by Hammer's incessant frat boyish chat chatter chitter chatter, uh, and would never even be caught in the same room as Hammer. Let's not forget Fisk's top two ideas of a good time are one, staring at paintings uh, that look like a blank wall, and two, staring at actual blank walls. Um, <laughs> he would have a goon smack him in the teeth, uh, move on to his silent penthouse steak dinner, and not give squirrely Justin a second thought. Peace. Uh, yes, Aaron, I totally agree with you. Uh, that's why I think it would be an amazing plot line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I think would be hilarious. If, like, Hammer has all the technology that Fisk needs, and, like, let's say we go two episodes into a Armor Wars show, and Fisk is using Hammer to get the technology he needs, and then as soon as he gets what he needs from Hammer, he's like throwing him in a closet or down an elevator shaft or whatever, because yeah. I completely agree that he would not put up with Hammer by choice. No, my God. But he would play the game and like put up with Hammer till he needed to, if he needed what Hammer had. That's my point. And I think that the dichotomy of like the stoic... Fisk with the squirrely, squirrely Justin would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, he would definitely kill him. Mm -hmm. It would only take him. It would only be a matter of time. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> just squish his head like he did that one guy. Uh, it's not that unlike the di dynamic between uh, Whiplash and Justin Hammer in that show. Like he needs Justin Hammer. He puts up with him, but he clearly mm -hmm. like doesn't enjoy his company or his antics or whatever. Bring me my beard. Yeah. Where is my beard? I do think that Fisk would end that violently, though. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Easily. Probably with just one hand. But Hammer gets out of things when he needs to, so I, I could see Hammer getting away. I love Rockwell so much. I just would love to see him back. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, let's see. <laughs> uh, Caitlin Cosby on Gmail says, Saw this theory on TikTok, so I can't take credit, but I love it. I'm also sending this email in before I watched episode five. So if it addressed it in that episode, my apologies. Okay, theory time. What if Valentina is Kate's aunt? Okay, interesting. <laughs> I mm -hmm. like it a lot. I do too. Uh, Kate says her aunt is away for work on vacation or something. I don't know. Uh, but Hawkeye also is seen drinking out of Thanos was right mug in episode four in the aunt's apartment. That means that maybe Kate's aunt wasn't happy with the Avengers or like was not necessarily a good person. <laughs> apparently there's there. Apparently there was also a menorah 
in the background of the aunt's apartment in one of the earlier episodes of Valentina is Jewish, if you Google it, it would also make sense how Eleanor is getting those important hero artifacts uh, if she is getting them from Valentina, who has heroes slash super individuals at her whim to hunt slash track things and people down. I love this theory. My only issue is that did not seem like a Valentina apartment. No. She was wearing some fancy outfits, though. I did notice the robe yes. and stuff. Yes. Um, now, it would be funny because, like, now that if, like, once you knew that, if you knew that it was Contessa or whatever, um, then it'd be funny. It would be funny to look back at the outfit she was wearing because she's wearing kind of silly outfits throughout the whole thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so she does seem like she's kind of, she has, like, an eccentric aunt. The Thanos for the right, was right mug is kind of thin, but now that we know that Kingpin is involved and we know that uh, after episode five, like this seems that we know there's a connection between Valentina and Eleanor. What that connection is, I don't know. Yeah, whether Valentina is just somebody that the underground bad guys know to call if they need somebody taken out. Yeah. Because she has a team of ex-widows. <laughs> or is, is she more tied into this whole story? Yeah. Hmm. I don't yeah. know. I guess if she cared about her niece, she'd be trying to protect her a little bit more. Maybe. I don't know. I also feel like it's it's too much. Like, I love continuity, but I feel like it might be just a little too much if they make her the Anne. Everybody's just too tied together. Yeah. It kind of bring, makes the world smaller. Because Fisk being Echo's uncle and Valentina is the Anne and the mom and the Jack and the ah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hear, I hear that. But I do like it. I do like it, too. Um, okay. <laughs> Let's see here. Sarah Arnold, up next on Gmail, says, uh, Been following the Laura May be Mockingbird theories, and I'm here for it. I wonder if Laura is a former agent and tasked with spying on Kingpin and knows firsthand how dangerous he is. Mm -hmm. uh, she worriedly said something like, If anyone understands it's me, when Clint uh, was explaining his worries about the big guy being involved and plans to put a stop to his antics in episode five. Why would she understand better than most? Uh, I would just to pause there. I think it could, that is possible, but it could also be that she just understands more than anybody. Cause she understands that what Clint went through. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. But, um, I'm just not totally buying the good little wife takes an interest in her husband's job. It's cute. They're just so close, and he tells her everything. Aw, stuff. <laughs> um, if my husband was an Avenger, I would be that wife. Yeah. Even if I wasn't, like, it had no, I would be involved anyway, because I would think it was awesome. You gotta try to be his girl <laughs> in the chair, you know? Yeah, I would do. I'm like, I don't even know how to turn the computer on by myself, but I'll do my best. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she knows too much, speaks several languages, and has access to classified information. I think she has to be more involved or entangled. Clint's particularly worried about Kingpin uh, obtaining details about Laura. Uh, did Maya get those details from the watch? Did Kingpin have them find the watch in order to find Laura? That's unclear to me. But in a previous episode, Clint mentions concerns about blowing the cover of another agent. Could it be her? He and Laura also talked about never being far enough. 
uh, makes me wonder if Fury not only found her family a safe place uh, slash place of respite for him, but also to keep her away from Kingpin specifically. Anyway, she's dope, and I mm. hope her backstory unfolds more. Yeah, I like all that, and I, I agree. I mean, she's got to be something. Whether it's Mockingbird or this or that. You know, like people said, he didn't just probably meet her at a bar or a singles mixer. No, probably not. I, there, there are other ways that a Hawkeye could have met a love that, like, she could have been, you know, she could have been someone who was, someone was after because she was a smart, capable person. You always see that in, like, Bond films where, like, mm -hmm. Bond meets the next Bond girl and she's, like a nuclear physicist that speaks a bunch of languages that falls for Bond, but she, cause she ha and Bond falls for her cause she happens to be also a model, uh, yeah, or whatever. But, they do. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you could see something like that too, or, you know, uh, ex villain or da, 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 da. I, I think there's all kinds of possibilities, but I do like all this stuff about her possibly being an agent. I hadn't really thought about her being specifically tied to Fisk. Maybe they'll tie that into Havling, like she had something to do with bringing him down in whatever narrative they're going to paint for him. Right. Why he's in the underground now, or who knows. Yeah. It, it's possible. I just, I don't know. It didn't seem like in previous episodes when they mentioned the big guy or whatever, that she seemed particularly worried about him. It did this episode, but like... Because it seems like he's getting close. I didn't get the sense that they were tied together until this episode. But up next, we got Chris Martin on Gmail says, uh, We got Kingpin back, and we know Daredevil is coming back. Do we think Matt was blipped? And that's what opened the door for him to rebuild his criminal empire during the five years. Well, do we know he's rebuilt it? We, we just don't know. I mean, like, that's possible. It's possible both of them were blipped, though. Yeah. I don't know. That's a lot of blipping going on. A lot of blippage. A lot of blippage. I loved what they did. I, I didn't really talk about that because I thought you guys covered that really well. The Yelena's blip on the feedback oh, episode. Oh, yeah. But beautiful. Yeah, everything that you guys said. <laughs> yeah, it was freaking beautiful. I loved that so much. I hope we, I hope we get more of it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It definitely makes sense that the, the possibility of uh, Matt being blipped so Fisk has a little bit of an opportunity or whatever but i mean so many people at that point would have been turned on to his crimes that like yeah you'd think other people would have stepped in i mean clearly he's had dealings with hawkeye and ronin but we i guess we do know that, he, that kingpin wasn't blipped because he dealt with him as ronin right uh, yeah he hired him over yeah. the blip to yeah, kill yeah. people for so him never so mind. he was I, not blipped yeah. i was about to say like we don't know if, we, if both of them were blipped i think i did say that but we do actually know that mm -hmm. kingpin was not this blipped. was here yeah Hmm. Ooh. All right, we'll be right back after this ad. We have no control over. And we're back. And we're back. James Anderson says, wow, what a ride it's been so far. Uh, this show only gets better each week. I can't help but think, however, of all the insane coincidences, and I wonder what you think of them. Is it too convenient? Question mark. Uh, Kate Bishop is saved by Hawkeye as a kid. Therefore, she trains hard all her life. It just so happens that her mom is likely a bad guy who knows Fisk in the present day, and Kate happens to be the secret at the secret auction where the Ronin suit is, and she puts it on. Uh, and Hawkeye just so happens to be in NYC for the holidays and meets Kate Bishop. Because of the suit. 
And Echo is after Ronan because he killed her dad. And the dad was killed because of, likely, Wilson Fisk and Kate's mom. And one of them hired Ronan in the first place to kill Echo's dad. And Eleanor finds out her daughter and Hawkeye are now teaming up. And they are working the case with Echo and Ronan. The more they reveal, the crazier the connections become. Am I overthinking this? Love hearing how excited you all are each week as the episodes come out and we get closer to Spider-Man. Thanks, as always, for the awesome show. Okay, my thoughts on these connections that you're drawing, James. Only one of them seems... um, I mean, like, yes, there's some conveniences for sure, but a lot of the things you're naming here are just the way a criminal organization would work. Like, like, yes, Fisk had his underling killed and he hid it from his other underling. Like, right. Like he, he had that, um, he had Maya's father killed because apparently Maya's father didn't want to do whatever Fisk wanted to do or whatever. And he didn't want Maya to know because he just, like, that's not a, there's not a convenience there. Like, they're just all part of the same criminal organization. Same thing with the Eleanor stuff. The only, like, the only one of those that, like, reads like a real big coincidence to me is the fact that Hawkeye was in town when the Ronin costume was put on again by mistake by like that whole night is a night of coincidences. Yeah. Like Kate Bishop being in a room with a Ronin suit right when Hawkeye happens to be down the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that one. But that is the narrative. Like all narratives have some semblance of coincidences. I yeah. just think, I think you're over thinking in the sense that like, you're looking, you're seeing a few coincidences and you're saying there's a lot of them. And I think a lot of the ones you named are just like, because all those people know each other and work together in the same criminal organization, Uh, which some of that isn't revealed yet. So like, I think some of the stuff you're connecting as coincidences is actually like what they're doing is they're slowly drawing lines for us to explain how this criminal organization works. And Mm -hmm. now once it comes into full view, it'll, it'll be a narrative that makes sense. It's like, you know, Fisk works with Eleanor and maybe Eleanor and Fisk, whatever needed Maya's dad out of the way, but they knew that Maya was this great fighter and everything. So they wanted to keep her on the payroll. They used Kazi to like wrangle her while they killed her father. You know, that's a whole thing. It's just like, Mm -hmm. that's just like a sins of the past sort of thing. It's not really a bunch of coincidences. It's just like one event. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I concur. (laughs) And and then then the fact that like Yelena was hired could be a coincidence, but like it doesn't seem to be. It seems like Val hired her specifically because she could use the death of Nat to motivate her. So mm-hmm. still that that's the storyline that bothers me. What's that? Just that Yelena, you know. Oh, that would... Yelena wouldn't know that Hawkeye's her friend yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's being told otherwise. Nobody knows what happened between them on Vormir. Or is it in the news? Like, you know, how would anyone even be like, he's responsible? Why? Because he came back and she didn't. Have you asked him? Has anybody asked what happened? Who created this narrative that he let her die? 
And where did you get that from? Where's your sources? Check your sources. Well, and you she does. I mean? As soon as someone pushes back on it, like she's been accepting jobs. Let's say she's been accepting jobs from Val for two years and she's just been Ooh. doing things that Val tells her to. And now Kate Bishop tells her like, wait a second, that's not who killed your sister. Like Val, someone's lying to you. Someone, basically, she had a similar conversation that... Uh, Hawkeye, Hawkeye had with Maya, you know, like yeah. someone's aiming you at someone who isn't responsible. You need to like be thoughtful about this. And it seems like it did work. Yeah, exactly. She's doing her due diligence now. She's following Eleanor. You know what I mean? And she, she got seen too. Or did she? Eleanor saw her. Like, yeah, she got made. That's the word. I didn't see Because Eleanor definitely, she turned around and then Yelena's like, looking at the map, looking up and down. <laughs> so yeah, Eleanor has that sense that like that battle sense or, or whatever. Hmm. I don't want to say Spidey sense because <laughs> <laughs> it's a world where Spider-Man is. So that doesn't work. But she had the sense to know that she was being followed. It, yeah, it's, it's absolutely possible. But I didn't it didn't show in the episode that she like had recognition of who it was. Maybe she knows someone was following her, but we just, she doesn't know mm -hmm. yet that it was Yelena. Well, she saw her. She looked right at her, but right. she doesn't know who Yelena is. Right, right. So we'll see if we'll see how good of a security person Eleanor really is. I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last one. Last one. We have uh, Cheyenne Hodgson on Gmail says, "Hello, fabulous people." You know, that's my favorite one yet. Hey, girl. Hey. People always give up different names for us. I like fabulous people. That's pretty good. I like Jam. I still think Jam's pretty. Funny. <laughs> jam is pretty good. <laughs> Hello, fabulous people. This series is quickly becoming my second favorite, right behind WandaVision. Uh, the character work is second to none. I loved seeing Yelena's contrasting interrogation tactic. Uh, Natasha was brilliant at subterfuge and constantly got her enemies to underestimate her. Yelena is done with subterfuge, but her overwhelming confidence accomplishes exactly the same thing. She is so fun. I think Clint's family is going to bring Christmas to him. Aww. I think it would be hilarious if after her world falls apart and her mom gets arrested, Yelena turns to Kate and asks her if she's ever been to the west coast have a wonderful christmas and very happy holiday season all the best cheyenne oh like west coast adventures is that what yeah. she's getting at oh yeah i love west right. coast adventures was pretty fun i think clint was like the leader right 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 uh were they were they in west coast i don't know okay i like it i like it though um i'm assuming that's what that's what cheyenne means i just knew i knew they were in the young avengers so that's why i was like a little confused yeah. I dig it. Man, this is going to be hard on Kate. I mean, Kate just found this out. We're going to have the, the, the fallout of this ep next episode. is going to be Maya just learned that Kingpin uh, did this. And Kate just learned that her mother is responsible. Like, that's huge. You I know. know. Oh, lots of stuff. And lots of stuff to kind of fall apart. And on top of that, Yelena might be finding that Val, who has been giving her jobs, is not trustworthy. Hmm. Yeah. That was some good acting. That was the best acting I saw from Haley Steinfeld. That look of shock and oh, silence. Yeah. I was like, that's a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> so mean to Haley. So She's growing Haley. on me. She's good. just there. She's fine. Good. She's great. She's definitely in a scene with Yelena. Is... It's hard to pay attention to her when Yelena's on the screen. I'm so sorry. <laughs> totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. Like The way that Yelena jumps out of that window just nonchalantly just, bye. <laughs> right. I mean, that's all great. But that's like more like stunt work and like blocking but like 
It's intimidation. It's stuff intimidation, in your face. but like Yelena just eating the pasta and talking to her and being threatening is what I love. Like the macaroni. Yeah. <laughs> It's, Who calls it's, it? yeah. it's a kind but of it's pasta. Macaroni. I just love that she kept going. Like, that's so, you know, I don't know. The macaroni. The macaroni. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alyssa was getting ready to watch Hawkeye episode six. And she was uh, she was like, yeah, I just haven't had any dinner. I think I'm just going to cook some box mac and cheese and get ready and get ready and, and come watch it with you. And I was like, us, oh, awesome. You need to eat it out of the pot with a plastic, with a wooden spoon and <laughs> keep some hot sauce nearby. And she was like, what? I was like, just do it. And she was like, Trust okay. Me. And so then she showed up, like she's sitting on her couch with a pot of mac and cheese, like the, eating it out of the pot with a, with a Aww. wooden spoon. And she's like, I did it. Now, what is this about? And then we, I put on episode five and we watched it and it, like halfway through, she was like, Oh, I see. <laughs> I see uh. what you did there. <laughs> she's like, I'm Yelena. It was fun. <laughs> okay guys. Well, that's all the feedback we got for Hawkeye. Anybody in the live chat have anything to say that we saw? Nobody? I have one from spark Sam. He said, so here's a question. Who wants the watch? Fisk, Eleanor, and why? Ashley, you said it didn't look like a woman's watch. What if it's Matt Murdock's watch? Maybe Clint and maybe Matt work together during five years. Hmm. Uh, what kind of post-credit scene are we going to get? Ooh, what kind of... I feel like post-credit sequence probably sets up either Echo or Young Avengers. Mm -hmm. I mean, Yelena and Kate, I think by the end of this, need to be on, on cool terms, right? I like that the post credit scenes are usually something that moves the story in a different... Or like, it's usually not what the story is about, right? Like, it's something else going on right, to keep right. the stories moving. So, I don't know. Which is why I was trying to think of, like, Young Avengers, for instance. What other Young Avengers do we have? Like, we have Cassie, possibly. We have... Um, who else do we have? We have uh, the possibility of Patriot, right? Who we met Wiccan in Falcon Winter Soldier. And so Wiccan, Wiccan and Speed, and Speed are kind of out. I don't think it's going to be them, yeah. And Iron Lad. Yep. Yeah. Uh, which, wait, who is Iron Lad in the context of this? Iron Lad. I can't remember who Iron Lad is. It looks like his identity is secret. That's weird. Okay. Keep your secrets then. <laughs> 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 oh yeah i don't know i don't know mm. Ironheart. um what's her name riri williams riri williams yeah yeah uh, but she's not a young mm -hmm. avenger i don't think at least in comics but she could absolutely but who knows be what they're gonna do yeah if totally. they're doing the series i don't see why they wouldn't have like echo and all these people just join you know yeah join up or like a Spider-Man or something could even be in there. All of them seem too young for me to be like running with Yelena. And like, I, I, I need Yelena to be our new Black Widow. Like she needs to. How old is Yelena supposed to be? 25, maybe. I know Florence Pugh's 25. Okay. And yeah. I know Natasha was supposed to be like 34, 35. And she was supposed to be a couple years younger. Mm, yeah, I don't know. What if we did get Val in a post-credit sequence? It would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Who would she be after? Ooh, she could be after Maya. Maya. Is she like elite of a fighter enough for Val to want her on the team? It's possible. Yeah, I don't know. 
A lot of it depends on what happens in the final episode. Like, how bad does this get? What does Eleanor do? I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't know where we're, like, it's too hard to guess what the post credit. We have no idea. They have a lot to do in the next episode. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I'm sorry. Iron Lad is Kid Kang. Thank you, Spike. I knew it was Kang. I thought I knew it was somebody important. And we talked about it a lot. That's right. I'm so embarrassed that I, and that's why, of course, it's coming up as unknown because it's goddamn Kang. Yep. That's right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm sitting here like, wait, who play, Who was he? I'm like trying to remember. Know, like, we just talked we about We just this. talked about it. And I had kind of just forgotten that uh, he he pretended to be Iron Lad for a while because it happens mm-hmm. pretty quickly in that comic that like you find out he was Kang all along. Um, but yeah, I just completely forgot his that he was pretending to be Iron Lad. Cool. <laughs> That's a great question. What will be the post-credit sequence? I want to make a really good call, but I don't have anything really great. Except for maybe a Young Avengers tie-in. I'd like a Netflix tie-in. You know, we've we've got Fisk now, so it that opens the door. Like saying that any of these other Netflix characters are coming in is not out of this world anymore. Yeah. It's real, and we're living it, and it's all I've wanted for the last what five years. Yeah. Absolutely. Five years, I've just been screaming for Daredevils. Daredevil's like one of my favorite characters. And I was just, oh, please. Please, 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 please. Daredevil meeting Maya. That, that would be a killer post-credit sequence. Mm-hmm. Daredevil, just for a second, uh, just like bumping into Maya and having a conversation um, at a coffee shop or something. That'd be, that would be like, just like a little like, oh, we see that's coming. Like, especially with her wanting to go after Fisk. By the end of this, like, and we know how he's gone after Fisk. I would love that. That's my call. That's my best. That's my best guess. I just don't know how any of them would know who the other is. Well, you wouldn't have to. That's what's so neat about it is you, they just meet. Like, that would be a, one of those coincidences we just talked about. But, like, yeah. So they just bump into each other, and that's just we all know. You know, and that's a lot of times, like, what those post credits do is like. Oh, I see what you mean. I thought you meant them, like, at a coffee shop talking about it. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, them literally, like, bumping into each other at a coffee shop and, like, you know, him saying something nice to her or something. Just, like, being, being, like, charming matt murdoch and uh yeah that could be cool um okay or just step in as her lawyer when after she you know is in whatever kind of battle she's in with fisk in this next episode and kate's still never gone to the police station so she might need a lawyer too true which could be she hulk or oh she hulk would be cool Mm -hmm. oh oh man how how I don't think She Hulk is She Hulk yet is the problem, but like how yeah. cool would it be? Here, here, here's here, okay. Here's the call. <laughs> they, they, they put either Maya or Kate is going to jail at the end of the series, or like go. She's been arrested. She needs a lawyer, and like yeah. it, it's clear. You're like, oh, it's gonna be Matt Murdock. It's like clearly, it's gonna be Matt Murdock. They just mm-hmm. she needs a really good lawyer, you know, like because it's gonna be Matt Murdock, and then steps in a green She Hulk, and then it comes across the screen. She Hulk will return january 5th or whatever like like in two weeks like we find out that that gets coming out like right away <laughs> i could just totally go for the law firm of murdoch and walters Ooh. sorry foggy <laughs> i don't care about yeah. you yeah <laughs> <laughs> that would be neat 
That would be nice. Yeah. Okay. That okay. really that really is it. Uh, if you get a chance, please check out our coverage of Spider-Man No Way Home. It's in the feed. Uh, we're really happy. A lot of new people are here. If you're new, we're going to be covering more No Way Home uh, feedback. We'll be up in the feed. Uh, we'll be doing one of these episodes, but for No Way Home uh, at the end of the week, probably it'll drop in the feed because we've got the Hawkeye feedback and finale to drop in the feed in the next day or two. So uh, stick around, hang out with us. We've got lots of Spider-Man talking to do peace until next time true believers thank you for joining us for the marvel cinematic universe podcast available everywhere you get podcasts and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash stranded panda tv and available at youtube.com slash stranded panda and if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts geeky projects and ways to support the network visit strandedpanda.com <laughs>